Hello, and welcome to another episode of All Them Witches. I'm your host, Marcus, here to chat about horror movies. So, as of the last episode, I was able to find or bring back my Bad Ben episode. So, as it turned out, it was not that the file was corrupted or messed up in any way. It was that when I tried to replay it, um, it was like at the wrong hertz or something for my speakers, so it sounded all messed up. But it was actually fine, as far as I know. Um, someone tell me if it was totally wrong and messed up when it went live. Um, but that seemed to be the issue, um, fortunately. So, anyway, since then, I've watched a handful of things, including I rewatched Polyester, which is a John Waters film with a friend. I watched um, The Living End on Criterion Channel. Not my favorite film, but not bad. It's one of those... Uh, sort of hard to find uh, gay movies that I've been trying to watch for a handful of years now and is not so easily accessible, but not my favorite. Um, I watched Logan's Run, not horror, but that was a fun film. Um, in regards to horror, I watched Fear Street 1994 and Fear Street 1978. I want to do a Fear Street episode, but the reason I am not is because I have not yet seen Fear Street 1666. Um, so once I see that, I can hopefully do an episode about all three of them. The Fair Street Trilogy, as it were, um, but I'm not there yet. Also watched some documentaries, um, Feels Good Man, which is about the character Pepe the Frog and kind of how it was started and it didn't, you know, initially stand for kind of a white supremacist symbol at all. It was just a weird little comic book frog character. So it's an interesting little film. Uh, not my favorite documentary, certainly. Um, but it was all right, an all right watch. And then I watched Close for Storm, which was about Six Flags uh, in New Orleans and kind of how it closed and never opened again due to a uh, hurricane. So interesting film by a YouTuber. I kind of felt you could feel it was like a first attempt documentary movie. N you know, it could have been better, but it wasn't terrible. But the movie I'm talking about today is Piranha from 1978. So I'm going to play the trailer and then we'll get right into it. Lost River, take 32. And action. Lost River is lost no more. Yes, friends, you can be part of a modern ecological miracle. Acres and acres of reclaimed land nestled in a scenic mountain valley, site of the newly formed Lost River Lake. You'll find swimming, sailing, snorkeling, there's something strange in the water at Lost River Lake. Something you can't see, something you can't feel, until it's too late. Started in a Texas pond. Barbara! Barbara, there's something in here! David! David! Well, it's still watch. It's the quickest way to know if they're down there or not. You trained the ponds? Yes, we saw You let them out! They were unleashed into America's waterways to churn quiet streams into rivers of living death. Keep your hand out of the water. Oh. What's wrong with the water? Yes! Stay back! Yes. Stay back! The water was carnivorous fish. Piranha, the deadliest man-eaters of all. In schools of hundreds, they attack and devour anything that moves with razor-sharp teeth that can strip a man to the bone in less than a minute. There'll be no way to contain them. 
They'll be able to swim up every river system in the country. There's a school of piranha heading straight downstream towards your resort. They'll kill us. All of us. Science fiction. They're eating the guests, sir. They're here, and they're hungry. Piranha. All right, so I was able to check out Piranha on the streaming service Shudder, because it was recently added there, and it's kind of one of those movies that's been on my radar lately. I can't remember which podcast I was listening to, but they had an episode about kind of animal attack type movies. Possibly it was even aquatic horror, horror specifically, and, you know, Piranha was on there. So I decided I should check this out. I recently, semi-recently saw Alligator and thought that was fun, so I was like, yeah, let's, let's keep going with Piranha. So Piranha focuses on these two characters, Paul and Maggie. Paul being this guy who just kind of seems to live in a kind of nowhere place, and he's, he's cool with that. He doesn't need to hang around people. Um, he has an ex-wife, he has a, a little uh, child that I guess he is raising or is taking care of it sometimes. And Maggie is this woman who basically is her job is to find missing people. And she's trying to find a couple who went missing in this kind of wooded area. And at the start of the movie, we see this couple who decides to intelligently go into a place that says no trespassing, of course. Um, and they jump into this kind of pool-looking thing, and they're like, hey, I wonder if this was like some sort of water treatment plant, and this is going to be like nasty water. Um, maybe you should have thought about that before jumping in. But it ends up being much worse than they thought, because there are piranha in there that will eat you. So they get eaten, and uh, goodbye, couple. So Maggie, of course, is trying to find them. After she meets Paul and asks him questions, he ends up tagging along with her for no real reason. Um, but he does. They go to this sort of army facility that he knows about. And it seems mostly abandoned. Although when they go inside, they start to realize, okay, there's a warm cup of coffee here. Uh, we know someone has been here hanging out and doing experiments. So they find that out. And someone attacks them suddenly. Just this, this gray-haired man jumps out at them because they're trying to drain the pool because they think that's where the people might have they might have died. But as soon as they go to do that, this man jumps out and is like, no, don't you dare. Uh, but they beat him up. <laughs> um, and kind of, they do it anyway. So the water drains and they see a skeleton at the bottom of the, the water. And they wonder, hmm, uh, who could that be one of the people? Um, and our gray-haired man, uh, who's a doctor, Dr. Robert Hoke, is basically like, no, you've let them out, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we kind of realized that what it was is that this was kind of a little facility where he was testing for the military, breeding piranha to become better, to be able to live in freshwater and saltwater. I think normally it's, in the movie anyway, they're only supposed to be able to live in freshwater. So he's been sort of bringing them to become the ultimate 
enemy so that they can send them out to different countries to kind of destroy others if we need to as sort of like an implement of war. And those have now been drained from the pool and that pool thing releases into just the regular water stream that's nearby. So no real good uh, protection on that, apparently. So we get to see these piranhas slowly making their way through the waterways, the rivers and whatnot. We see um, this man get his feet stripped clean, which is very gross. Um, we get the suggestion that there are children in the camp and that their water is going to become polluted with piranha, but it hasn't happened yet. All we know is we see this young girl who's like afraid of going into the water. She's like terribly afraid. No one can convince her to. But everyone else is having a ball. They don't care. She's just the shy, scared baby, basically. So, um, Paul, Maggie, and Dr. Robert start, they're like, we gotta save, we gotta go to the, the, um, the camp, because there's lots of children there, and Paul's little daughter is there. So they get on a raft, all of them, and decide to go down there. And what happens? They run across this child who's on a, a little thing there where his dad had kind of gotten attacked by the piranha and died. The boat flipped over. The child was basically barely clinging to the canoe. And so the doctor goes, jumps into the water to save the child. He does, but he dies in the process. It gets really dramatic when the doctor is dead, but he's still on the raft. So the piranha are smelling his blood and are biting, biting, biting at the bottom of the raft. They start tearing away the rope that's binding it all together because it's literally just like logs and rope that made this raft. So the raft is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. It's extremely dramatic, but they manage to make it off, Paul and Maggie and the child, I guess. I don't even remember what happens to the child. He just seems to go away at some point. <laughs> I don't know. But either way, they, they go first to the dam because the dam is closed. It opens every week and it's about to open, which would release the piranha. So they, you know, they managed to stop the guy, stop the dam from opening. And then the, like, some of the, some people from the army come and they check it out. They, like, throw a big piece of meat in the water and it comes back cleanly stripped. And it turns out the military, you know, they responded so quickly because they know about the piranha plan. They know that this was going on and they decide to poison the fish and that will kill them. However, it seems suggested because these piranha are more intelligent that they are able to get away from the poison before becoming poisoned. So the military is talking to other people. Apparently there's like, I don't know, there's like a resort opening today as well. And the military calls them and says, hey, if you hear anyone talking about piranha, it's just a weird joke. It's a hoax. Totally ignore it. Don't be concerned. Um... And they're, so right now, Paul and Maggie are with the army folks. They, of course, want to escape because they don't trust that anyone else is going to be able to kind of get the word out safely. So they end up escaping. There's a cute moment where the, where Paul tells Maggie, hey, you got to distract that car, the guard, you know, be sexy or whatever. She's like, what if he's gay? And then Paul's like, well, then I'll distract him. I thought that was a cute little moment of, of thought there. Um, so they do 
get out of there. They continue on. But I believe at some point they get arrested. It's like kind of fuzzy at a point for me in this part. But either way, they manage to get out because Maggie's, you know, she knows a way to get out basically, which is kind of breaking the sink, getting uh, the security guy to come in there and whack him with a piece of broken sink. Um, they've got that. So they get the keys, but of course the keys are chained to this man's pants. So they just take his pants off, you know, totally logical. Um, but yes, yeah, so we've got this fake resort opening and of course the camp. So first we go to the camp where the kids are doing their little water thing and screaming happily. But soon the screams turn to terror as some of the children start getting attacked by piranha because the piranha were not killed. They were too intelligent. So everyone's getting attacked and the scared girl, who her name is Susie and I believe she's Paul's daughter, is super brave. She gets an inflatable raft and goes out on the water to try to save the camp counselors who are stuck on this like little donut thing in the water. Unfortunately, one of the uh, camp counselors doesn't make it, but the other one does get saved by Susie. So that's good, at least. So we get that, and we see that, okay, the camp, it looks like the kids are mostly okay. Bitten and bloody, but mostly okay. So we're like, okay, good. They're safe, generally. But what about the resort? So we get to the resort, and people are slowly dying off one by one, kind of. Like, first we see this man who's, like, on the back of a boat doing that little, like, I don't know, water skiing thing when he sees a dead body in the water, and he's trying to tell them to stop, you know, stop the boat. But they do stop, and he realizes now that there's no, you know, propelling him forward, he's starting to sink into the water and getting nipped at. So he's like, no, don't stop, don't stop. So they go again. It gets really dramatic and, and like, action movie-esque because one of the boats, like, flips on top of the other boat and, like, flies. It's pretty cool. Uh... But either way, you know, we get through that, and then suddenly it is on. Everybody who's in the water starts getting attacked and screaming and dying, and everyone is bloody and losing their mind. And it's like, yes, here it is. It's finally happening. We're seeing this movie really come to a head. And it's funny because the resort owner is like, you know, talking to who's, I don't know, his second in command or something. And he's like, no, stop talking to me about Piranha. Like, that's stupid. And the other guy is basically like, you know, there's something about piranha. And the man's like, what? And he said, they're eating the guests, sir. Probably one of the best lines I've ever heard. So I love that. Yes, the guests are being eaten. So that whole thing is going on. Paul, for whatever reason, wants to save everyone from the piranha. Even though his daughter is safe, he wants to save everybody. So he knows that there is like some way that if he blows something up or, or something that it'll block off the path, the piranha will die or whatever. So he goes underwater for a long time, for over a minute, and tries to dramatically turn this wheel to hopefully make it work. And he's tied to the boat that Maggie's driving so that when the time comes, she can just sort of drive away and he'll be pulled away with her to hopefully get out safely. So she starts to pull off and finally gets far away, sees that it seems like he was successful, and starts to pull up that rope. But unfortunately, it's frayed and, you know, destroyed at the end, so he's not, so Paul is not there. So Paul gave up his life to save everyone from the piranha. Um, unfortunately, 
the end of the movie suggests that he's not successful because it's kind of like where this doctor military lady basically says uh piranha can't survive in salt water so we're fine they won't be able to make it in the ocean but we know this is false she knows this is false and then like we see a kind of view of the ocean and the screen turns red and and then it's the end so clearly the piranha made it and humanity will never be safe from piranha but yes i thought this movie was really fun not like the most enjoyable movie i've ever seen in my life but i didn't expect it to be so funny i didn't expect so much comedy in it it's very minimal in horror really unless you're super afraid of water or piranha it's not very scary at all um you know there's some gore but it's not that scary so i thought it was a lot of fun i love paul and maggie this duo works so well together they are so funny and there's not really much like sexual chemistry going on which i appreciate as well because i feel like that's often the case in most movies that's going to be the obvious like thing at the end they're gonna embrace and kiss and whatever and, you know maybe they would have if he had gotten out safely i i don't know but i i think it's fun regardless i love them i think it's a cute movie and i like the idea one thing that was very odd, which is never really addressed, but I wish it were, is for Dr. Robert Hoke um, in his lab, there's like a, I don't know, like an amphibian, a little fishy walking guy, and he's really cute, and he seems like the doctor's pet, but nothing really happens with him as far as I recall. We just kind of see him when Paul and Maggie are invading the space you know he runs away and he's scared but we don't really see him again and i mean that's i assume the the showing like this is kind of where the doctor was going with his he's you know he's done so much experimentation that he's come up with this really cute little walking piranha guy thing maybe it's not even a piranha i'm not sure some sort of fish but i wish we saw more of that little dude um it was cute <laughs> And it didn't, it didn't seem violent. It did not attack Maggie and Paul. It just was kind of scared and, and confused by them. So I'm not sure. But I wish we had seen more of that. But yeah, overall, Piranha, surprisingly fun. Um, and I would say holds up from 1978 till now. So I would definitely recommend it. You know, it's, it's, it's not mean-spirited, really. It's just kind of humorous and just a you know a nice little hour and a half movie so i would say if you're in the mood for something some aquatic horror um then piranha would be a good bet and i would definitely recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it yet with that said i have not seen kind of maybe more serious plays at this genre you know i've never seen jaws shocker i know i maybe i'll get on that next but it really remains to be seen if I'm still in this mood in a couple days or if I totally get bored of water-based horror movies and, and move on to something else entirely. Uh, but either way, that was Piranha, and I think it's a lot of fun. So thank you for listening, and I'll be back in two weeks with another episode.